What is the most subversive act you can think of? What is something you can do that has the ability to change people's hearts? This is Thursday, October 27th, and I want to share with you the story of a woman named Sarah Miles. Sarah, she loves food. She's a foodie. And she explains how Jesus reached her. Quote, Mine is a personal story of an unexpected and terribly inconvenient Christian conversion told by an unlikely convert, a blue state, sexual intellectual, a lesbian, a left-wing journalist with a habit of skepticism. You see, in short, Sarah was not likely to come to faith in Jesus, and actually then to come to direct a ministry. So how did it happen? Here's how she explains. What I found wasn't about angels or going to church or trying to be good. It wasn't about arguing doctrine or pledging blind allegiance to a denomination. I was, as the prophet said, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. I found it at the material core of Christianity. Body, blood, bread, wine, poured out freely. I discovered a religion rooted in the most ordinary yet subversive practice. A dinner table where everyone is welcome, where the despised and outcasts are honored. One early cloudy morning when I was 46, I walked into a church, ate a piece of bread, took a sip of wine. This was my first communion, and it changed everything, eating Jesus as I did that day, to my great astonishment, led me against all my expectations to a faith I had scorned. Wow. Now we've been learning about the mission of God, and how that's joined by the simple act of practicing hospitality. Here's how it happened to Sarah. But here's our scripture for today. Mark chapter 2, verse 13 to 17. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake, and a large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw, saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him, and Levi got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Now this scene comes from early on in Jesus' ministry, but it reveals his nature, the nature of his ministry, and how he used table fellowship. Jesus calls an outcast tax collector to become one of his disciples. Now, we might think Jesus would tell Levi that he needs to get rid of all his old friends, because like Levi, well, they're not the good sort of people. But we'd be wrong. Instead, Jesus went to Levi's house to have dinner with Levi and all of his friends. Jesus doesn't turn them away. You see, there was nothing like this was nothing like the way the Jewish people treated those considered to be sinners. You couldn't associate with them, and you certainly couldn't eat with them. You, too, would become soiled if you do that. So, of course, the Pharisees are baffled by Jesus' ministry strategy. It doesn't make sense to them. 
But this had been God's plan all along. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And his mission, well, it's not looking for perfect people. (laughs) They're none of those anyway. But it's like letting people far away from God know that God has not forsaken them or forgotten them. And as we've learned on Sunday, Jesus broke all the rules about table fellowship. For the Jewish people, that was reserved for your people, not outsiders, and certainly not sinners. It's sad how the religious leaders missed the heart of God and could not see their need of Jesus. I want to take go back to Sarah Miles. She was a person that the Pharisees would have avoided at all costs. But Jesus sought her out and saved her, giving new life and a part in his mission. This is the beautiful thing. She came to faith in Jesus over a meal, and now she operates a mission that's all about feeding people, a soup kitchen. We might ask, how can we use our meal time for connection with others? Times when we can share the love of Jesus. How through opening our homes and lives to others might they be able to see him and his love? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you have invited us to your table and you've opened our eyes so that we might see you and know you. Thank you for inviting us to join with you in your work. Show us how the simple practice of sharing a meal with others can open the way for them to have life. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.